Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Number one rumor I heard at the Combine, Tom Brady may not be done after all. He's Instagramming out videos of his cat. Yeah. He was at UFC he over can, the weekend. I know. But it doesn't look like he's getting uh, big big and fat, does it? Like, let it play out. Let's see who wants what. And the one place that folks are saying keep an eye out for is Miami. And if the Dolphins cannot somehow, if they get somehow, some way, a... You know, a, a doctor's report, piece of information from a medical evaluation of Tua that he may not be ready to go. And suddenly there's Tom Brady sitting in Florida. Keep an eye on that, I was told by a couple of birdies at the combine. Not one birdie, Mego. A couple of birdies. Talking to Rich Eisen, who broke down the top five things he heard from the combine on his radio show yesterday, podcast yesterday. Number one, keep an eye on Brady making a comeback. And Miami could be the destination. It's hour number two, Jones and Mego with Arcan. We're here until six on a Tuesday with all your phone calls, 617-779-7937. We're going to talk to Andrew Raycroft coming up about one half hour from now. We'll mix in all your Brady thoughts, how it relates to the offseason quarterback carousel, how that relates to Mac Jones. We'll do that coming up. We started off by talking about the Celtics. Who are we blaming? for their struggles, that loss last night. And the Celtics are starting to remind me a little bit of Kyrie's final year in Boston. Like, not enough minutes to go around, not enough shots to go around. Guys are starting to grouse about their role. They're hitting a funk late in the year. And everybody around the team is going, don't worry about it. Ah, it's just a couple of games. And in the meantime, it's like, nah, something seems wrong with this team. Like, something seemed wrong with that team. And I'm getting similar vibes, I am. Who do you feel like besides... Pritchard is grousing about their role. Grant. I'm not sure we've heard Grant grouse. Well, he got benched the other day. Derek White. He got benched, but it sounded like guys groused on his behalf. Yeah, no, guys. I guys, tried to sniff around that a little more, by the way, and it seems like... They're shutting it down? He, like, he is trying desperately to get back into whatever good graces uh, he needs to. I just... When I, I, I just wonder how much of it is, okay, Mascala's the new toy here. Let's take it out for a ride and see yeah. what it can do. Yeah, I'd imagine that's that that would in some ways lead to grousing about your role. Yeah, so go forty-five miles an hour in the fast <laughs> lane, pretty much. Mike Muscala. So I'd look at Pritchard. I'd look at Grant. I'd look at Derek White. Who knows? Maybe even Marcus Smart. Anytime he gets sat down in these type of moments, like that's what I would look to. And I don't know. Jalen Brown said something that caught my ear after the game, and not to go off on a Celtics tangent, but Jalen Brown said, "Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'll play forty-five minutes after we go to overtime, double overtime. I'll play all these minutes. Doesn't bother me." And I kind of wondered if that was a veiled shot at Tatum. 
I kind of wondered what was going on there. It's like, well, everybody loves Jason Tatum, and Tatum's the guy, and he's the leader, right? And I'm just his sidekick, but, like, I'm here. I'll play every night. I have no problem playing in every single game. I thought it was a little bit overkill when, after he said that, when he was walking off the podium, he pulled down his swim goggles and put the snorkel in his mouth. (laughs) A little much with all the pool workouts from him. But, hey, that's what he's getting ready for with those pool workouts. Uh, So we'll get to your feedback coming up. You can still jump in on the Celtics before we dive in here on Tom Brady. But first... Caller number nine right now to the contest line, 617-931-0937 for your chance to score a pair of Bose Quiet Comfort 45 headphones. Again, caller number nine right now to the contest line, 617-931-0937. You'll have an opportunity, or you will, win a pair of Quiet Comfort 45 headphones from Bose. Uh, so have at it there. Meanwhile, on Tom Brady and Rich Eisen mentioning Brady yesterday, are we buying this? Are we are we kind of looking at this sideways? How are we feeling about this report now that we've had some time to digest it? We got to it late in the show yesterday. So I feel the same way that I felt yesterday, which is uh, I don't think he's coming back. But if he comes back, I think Miami is not the immediate destination that I still think of. I still think of 49ers. Like if there was something that was going to pull him out of retirement, first of all, it wouldn't happen until next week in the tampering period. And he would come back, and it seems like he would be going to the Niners. And especially just, again, hearing that clip where I believe it's Eisen who says it, who says, you know, oh, Miami, they got to wait out this medical examination with Tua. And if that doesn't go well, if everything doesn't come out looking right, they're going to go to Brady. It's like, no, 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 no. Brady is not the backup plan for Tua. I thought Tua looked great last season when he was healthy. Brady's not the backup plan for Tua. If that if Brady is in the calculation, you're bringing Brady in. Like, those things, to me, don't have anything to do with each other. Arkan? Yeah, I sort of agree with that. And I think that there's now, and Brady's tweeting some funny stuff today, but now there's a lot of uh, smoke towards that. And I think that there would be people out there shutting it down right now. You'd be you'd be hearing denials, or at least they'd be coming through the rumor mill at, uh, at Indy, and it's not happening. Well, well what did Brady, Brady say? tried to shut it down. Brady quote Brady tweeted, made some joke about this cat is, his this new is cat. This is what he said. <laughs> so he quote tweeted this. Uh, this was at one thirty this afternoon. He said, anyone who thinks I have time to come back to the NFL has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. Okay, first of all, Okay, you don't oh, think that's shutting it First down? First of all, when you're no. rich, when you're rich, anyone can take care of your pets. Mm-hmm. Whatever you know, that that's not the life I hey, live you, you as ba- a non-rich person. You barely raised your kids for twenty years. You could have somebody raise the oh, the, the cat, like you know what I mean. Like you're you're a professional athlete. You have nannies and a whole team of things raising your kids. Of course. Also, it's a cat. I know. <laughs> like, what do you even have this to do? This is no weird time out off air. A cat is the most set it and forget it pet. You're you're a celebrity. Like the you cat ha- doesn't even want to be in the same room as you. You're a celebrity. You have nannies and people raising your kids. You can have somebody raising your cat. It's like, like when course. the Kardashians get these dogs. It's like okay, yes. you see that dog like once every six months. Exactly. So that's I, the worst denial I've ever seen. Okay, good. So we <laughs> all we all agree. Like I don't He's think that's laying it on a little. Come thing. on. I don't think that's shutting it down at all. If he goes to Miami, we talked about this late in the show. If he goes to Miami, is that a slap in the face of the fans? Like, it's definitely a slap in the face of Robert Kraft, I think. Maybe you disagreed with this when we talked about it yesterday, Mego. It's definitely a slap at Bill Belichick. Is it a slap in the face of the fans if Brady comes back after retiring, toying with their emotions on that level? Like, you know, how many calls is this station taking about, yeah, here's how the statue's got to look for Brady, yeah. How many calls, like, never mind toying with your emotions and fake retiring and coming back and all this, but then just doing it to be in the division where he tried to go a few years ago, orchestrating his exit? 
from New England? Like, I, I don't know. Is that a slap in the face to the fans? No. I He's given enough to the fans. Come on. More, I, I feel this way as someone who's not a Patriot fan. The more I He's think given about enough it, to the fans, and the other side is, by the way, like, Miami, it's not the Jets. If it, if he went to the Jets, if he was, you know, in the position that Aaron Rodgers is supposedly reportedly in right now, where the Jets are flying out to further court him as we speak, uh, I would feel like that's a major F you, both fingers up to the fans. Okay, so. But, the, you know, he lives in Florida. His family's in Florida. This is the big Florida team. He doesn't want to be at Tampa Bay anymore, so he can go be a Dolphin, whatever. I mean, the more I think about it, the more I think it is a slap in the face to the fans, too. I kind of shut that down yesterday. I'm like, nah, it's a slap at Kraft. It's a slap at Belichick. Mm -hmm. It's not really a slap at the fans. We're going to have him back here and celebrate his 20 years with the Patriots, and hopefully we'll have occasions to do it every year. Okay, so... Was Kraft in, like, a Western saloon? It does. I don't... It sounded like a a lounge of a hotel or something like that. There was, like, a piano playing itself in the corner? It is very true. 20 years with the Patriots, and hopefully we'll have occasions to do it every year. But it's like, oh, Robert Kraft wants him to sign a one-day deal. Dolphins come and play in New England next season. Right. Robert Kraft wants him to sign... 45 to 10. Robert Kraft wants him to sign a one-day deal. Patriots fans want him to sign a one-day deal and he goes and signs with the Dolphins. That is a slap in the face of the fans the more I think about it. It is. It is, definitely. I said that yesterday and you uh, no, shot you, me down. You I were thought right it yesterday was. then. I, I was wrong yesterday. You're being I, an arcane. I am. Right now, I'm, flip, I, well, I'm, I'm flip-flopping on this. Yes, I do think it's a slap in the face of the fans the more I think about it. Yes. It is, but uh, the fans have to take it because Tom Brady doesn't owe them jack squat. So, you know what? He can slap him in the face as much as he wants to. That's the way. That's what happens when you win that many Super Bowls. Right, you You're tell, allowed to slap at will. You tell, <laughs> you tell me, would you have a problem with Brady coming back in the division? Like the Niners, I bet a lot of fans are on board with. In the division with the Dolphins, would you have a problem with it? 617-779-7937. Then on top of this, Mego, we have all this quarterback stuff going on beyond just Brady, which is juicy enough. But Derek Carr signs a fat deal. You know, you have this giant deal now for Geno Smith. And when I say giant, just more than someone Compared like Geno Smith. Compared to where he this, was yes, two years ago. Yes, exactly. You forecast this. Let's see what happens with Lamar Jackson here in the coming hours. Let's see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been given the non-exclusive tag from the Baltimore Ravens. So, so that means that means a trade can happen. Absolutely. Yes. Exclusive exclusive means nobody can negotiate with him. The Ravens save I don't know how much what money. A bunch of fence sitters. About 15 13, million, 14, think, 15 yeah. million exactly. That is such a bad move you by sa- them. You save money. Well, I think that's such a bad move. No, they move. they blundered this entire thing. I felt years ago they, they were never going to bring him back. Okay. If you don't if you don't want Perfectly him though, put. if you don't want him, you can get something for him. Get two first round picks for Fine. him. Fine. Would yeah. you would you give up would you give up two first round picks for Lamar Jackson? No. Yes. Yes. Me too. I'm so that's th- 3 to 1 He's we would. He's only going to be available uh for maybe 2 thirds of the season and then we'll see the playoffs. And then he'll be hurt. That's I true. I love Lamar. That's true. I well, love Lamar. Well, it doesn't sound like it. We it sounds like I don't love him for two two first round picks. It sounds like the three of us love Lamar. Sounds like you, not so much. I, I, again, that is that's feet, true. Feet, 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 feet. That would be that would be a member of Team Feet. That's true. Although I think Lamar. HR. I have three grown men <laughs> chanting feet at me. Please. We're just trying to get you on Team Feet. I, I think Lamar is criminally underrated as a thrower. I think he's lit up the Patriots a couple of times throwing. That would include last year. So I don't think he's just Team Foot. But certainly, he would add more athleticism to the Patriots in their quarterback spot. Okay, non-exclusive. I hadn't seen that. Two first-round picks for Lamar? Hell yeah. Here's what I think about, though. The well, more- it's two first and 45 mil, whatever it is a year. Yeah, you got to pay be, him. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Who cares? You gotta well, pay- it's got to be so much that Baltimore doesn't matter. I'd pay a good player. 
That's what I would do. And no, you don't have to do that. If, if they want the picks, they'll take the picks. Then you can worry about the contract separately. Um, when it comes to all these quarterbacks and what they're getting paid, and maybe Lamar will be next in line with this, isn't it just more reason to move off Mac? It's like we're inching closer and closer to having to pay Mac, Daniel Jones's contract, whatever that works out to be. And we've talked about this on and off over the weeks. Isn't that just more reason to move off Mac now? It's like if you're going to have to pay him like Geno Smith or Derek Carr, who you guys hate, or Daniel Jones, get out now. Isn't that more reason to trade him to Josh for a first round pick or a second round pick or whatever you can get? To me, and you know, I know we've all read a lot about this and listened to a lot of people smarter than any of us about this. Us yahoos talk about this in a real way. But it's a question of whether or not you can be in a quarterback middle class in terms of the contracts. Because Daniel Jones, I think, was going to be that guy for a lot of teams to look at and say, okay, is he going to be at $30 million a year? Is he going to be under $30 million a year? And is that kind of setting a precedent that now when we're looking to our quarterback, we can point to a quarterback like Mac Jones if they want to stick with him and say, hey, here's this middle class. You know, this is where we see you, and this is probably what your market value is going to be. Right now, that doesn't exist. And I think that's just really hard for most teams to operate in. Unless you have Joe Burrow coming up. Unless you have Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes already signed. I don't know what you do. Like, I, I really don't know. You have to be the person, in my opinion, to be brave enough to step in and negotiate and figure that out and be able to massage that contract for your quarterback. But I don't know who's going to be able to do that. I'd, I'd start I over. I don't know how the Patriots... I, I think that is such a losing mentality. And you can look at the Jets, and you can look at the Washington Commanders, and you can look at any other yeah. number. Look at the Raiders. Yeah. How not, many times you dip back into the draft, or you bring in a mercenary somewhere else yeah, for two look at, years. Look at the Ravens. And you go, well, we're going to get another one. Look at the Ravens. The, the Ravens, Ravens are Ravens able wanna, to win Super Bowls. They won a Super Bowl with Flacco. They turned it over to Lamar Jackson. They haven't won a Super Bowl yet. Look at the Chiefs. The Chiefs said we're not yeah, satisfied with Alex Smith. they with Lamar. No, I just said I that. I mean, they haven't won a Super Bowl with Lamar. No, I just said that. And I know. they have one of the best quarterbacks. So, but I'm just, again, it's not a guarantee. What have they weren't the Bills afraid. won? They weren't afraid to turn what it over. What if the Bills won? The Bills haven't won anything yet. Exactly. Who would you rather be, the Patriots or the Bills? I would rather be the Bills. So what are we talking about? I'd, ra- I'd rather be in a spot whole, where I can win. hold up these examples of these extremely well-paid quarterbacks who haven't won yet. Yeah, but they're a lot closer to winning than you. So I'd rather be I them. I would rather be the team that is trying to figure it out in the middle class. Not me. Get the middle class Not back. me. Get the quarterback, and then you can know. figure Call out everything else. I football, you know, socialist. Yes. It's fine. Football I socialist. I live with it. Yes. I'm a football socialist. Yes, that is, that is what you are. And I, I, look. Redistribute if, the wealth. You're gonna have, you're not going to pay Mac in the middle. You're going to pay him what, what Daniel I Jones is getting. the Bernie Sanders get out of now. the NFL. Get out, out of the people. Get out now. And furthermore, it's another reminder with all these contracts is how wrong Bill was about Brady while we're talking about Brady. True. It's like, oh, my God, you wouldn't give Brady $25 million a year? Daniel Jones is about to get 45. Geno Smith just got like $100 million. You know, Derek Carr, who you all hate, $150 million. Just pay Brady, and you wouldn't be in this spot. 617-779-7937. Is it a slap in the face if Brady goes in the division? To fans, you let us know. We'll get to that. And is it time to get out now with Mac? Plus, Andrew Raycroft, Razor. From Nesson, breaks down the Bruins about 15 minutes from now with all your phone calls after trending with our kid. Lamar, it sounds like you, not so much. I, I, again, that is, that's true. Feet, 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 feet. That would be, that would be a member of Team Feet, that's true. 
Although I think Lamar is... HR, I have three grown men (laughs) chanting feet at me. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage shopify is here to help you grow whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person pos system wherever and whatever you're selling shopify has got you covered shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 15 percent better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this quarterback anthony richardson he's got a um uh 40 and a half inch vert a 10 foot nine inch broad jump ran a four four three forty yard dash the dude is six four two forty four Okay, impressive, but it doesn't really – I just don't get caught up. I think I've seen more people take the bait on a guy like him and go, I can fix him in my system. I'll surround him. Like, fill in the blank, and they go, ah, you know what? Accuracy doesn't matter. Just get me out of jams. It it literally is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. It's such a trap. It, it's such a trap. Well, it's a trap with some guys who are just, who are just accurate also. There, there's that kind of – you know, uh, risk also for a guy that is literally yeah. just a, I throw it and see it. I can, I can anticipate it. And they have issues too. This one to me is more scary. I heard this driving in today and I let it, I let it roll off my back. I said, Fourier, that's a very direct shot at team feet is what that is. I loved it. I know what that is. And Fourier then I, kink shaming, basically. It is. You know what? I'm not going to be shamed off a of team feet, Fourier. You're not going to kink shame me off a of team feet. 40 and a half inch vert. 
Puritan Fourier. Seriously. Nine-inch broad jump. What a prude. Ran a 4-4, 340-yard dash. The dude is 6'4", 244. He's what? the one talking about nine inches. What a quarterback prude is what he is. But so I heard that, and I let it roll off my back driving in. Then I get in the parking lot, and Mego's like, hey, can you pull this clip of Fourier? <laughs> Indirectly dump it all over Jones? It, so, it literally is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. So what, Mega? Why Why did you want to pull this? Why? I just loved it. I don't know. <laughs> I love a response from an, from a former NFL player, former Tom Brady teammate who says, this is the dumbest response. Yeah. No, I mean, this look. This is the stupidest take. Look, when Christian was still in the NFL, an accurate quarterback uh, probably was a bigger thing. In 2023, mm, in 2023, I don't know that that's what I want. So, you know, in, in Christian Fourier's NFL – which is when Bill started with this and drilled all into our heads that for 20 years you need an accurate, fast-processing quarterback. I don't think that's what you need anymore. And I'm not going to be shackled down by that idea that's been drilled into all of us and beaten into all of us over the last 20 years about how you need... It's the, it's the accurate missionary position quarterback, not what I need. I am, I am opening up my world a little bit with team feet. And I want a more mobile quarterback here, and that is what I want. That's what I've wanted for a few years. And I think Bill needs to be more open-minded about it. I don't think he will be, but I think if he wants to, you know, catch Don Shula someday and someday soon, he'll make that move at quarterback. I don't think he's going to, but I think he should. I just think it's a grand sweeping statement, and I agree that athleticism at the quarterback position matters more now than ever before, and you got to be able to scramble and make plays with your feet, but... To just deny that accuracy matters Overrated. in the NFL is just Overrated. wild. I don't, I under, I I don't really think I care about it anymore. I understand saying that at the call at the collegiate level, like totally. But in college, I mean, in the NFL, it's just. I think the the the, the talent level is just so much higher. Yeah, I just I, I gave it to you again yesterday, and I think this is why accuracy numbers can be manipulated. Stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Geno Smith leading the NFL in completion percentage is the stupidest thing I ever heard of. It's where it's where I started to jump off the bandwagon. Seventy percent. You know, Garoppolo and Daniel Jones and Andy Dalton are all top ten. I went through this yesterday. Like that to me means it's overrated. They're all playoff teams, by the way, that you just that no, you just named. No, they're not. Andy Dalton is a playoff team? Uh, not Andy Dalton, but the first one. Geno Smith, Danny Dimes, and who else did you say? Sure. Garoppolo. And Garoppolo, thank you. Sure. I mean, I don't know. There were plenty of mobile quarterbacks in the playoffs last year, too. There were two of them in the Super Bowl. Well, game. that's true, but the ones that you're bringing up right now all got their teams to the playoffs. Okay, but I'm just saying. I, like, Do you think any of them are very good? Good enough to get to the postseason. Yeah, Josh Allen wasn't accurate. He was in the playoffs last year, too. So Josh what? Allen's not terrible. I mean, he was he's... 23rd in the NFL in accuracy last year. He was terrible. Compared, yeah. to the, compared to Andy Dalton, he's a terribly, terribly inaccurate quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, he had his team in the playoffs last year. So, I don't know. That's how I'd look at it. You have a super accurate quarterback here at Mac Jones. Where were you? 617-779-7937. Uh, and, again, we've been asking about Tom Brady. He might go to Miami. Do fans take that as a slap in the face? Uh, we can get to that here with all your feedback. Barry's in Rhode Island waiting patiently. Go ahead, Barry. Just a quick question. Barry. Oof. The corner. Yep, go ahead. William And Williams had hit a, one of the free throws. Do you think the criticism would be as intense as it is now? If okay, Williams hit so, one of those free throws or if Horford made his three, would the criticism be so, as intense of the Celtics? Yeah, so the, what they, they would have won two of those games instead of losing the three. Okay, well, but they didn't. So, I mean, they've lost now three in a row, but he's saying the same thing that Joe Mazzulla says, which, well, it's a make-miss league, and, you know, all these things are going to even out, and we have to learn how to win some of these games late. 
How about we worry about all the turnovers and all the missed shots that led to the situation they were in? How about we worry about blowing a 15-point lead and an 11-point lead in the final five minutes that allowed for Grant Williams to be in that spot to miss those free throws? How about that? Or, you know, the game prior to that, where, yes, Al Horford missed the three in overtime, you blew a 14-point lead against the Knicks. In a game where I would have expected you to respond, Mego talked about this yesterday, I would have expected you to respond because you just blew a giant lead against the Nets, and you now keep doing it. So we can focus on, well, they just missed a couple of shots here, and if those shots go in, the Celtics actually win two of those three games. Fine. They keep blowing double-digit leads. That is going to catch up to you. Yeah, and, and I, I don't understand how you can point to, okay, if he made this shot or if there were two free throws made or at least even one free throw made. It's like the point is they're not closing out games. They're letting double-digit leads then become seven-point leads and then – five-point leads, and then all of a sudden, it is a true game. And that's what's happened in these last two games completely. So I don't know how you sit there and go, well, what about this last shot? No, 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 no. What about how you got there? That's how That's how I feel about it. It's like, if you just boil it down as simply as, well, what if Grant just made one of the free throws? Well, fine, yes, they could have won the game last night. They should have won when they were up 15. They should have just closed Cleveland out. Grant never should have been in that spot. Now, I crushed him earlier, and he deserves it. you got to make those free throws, and he's the biggest reason they lost last night. And by the way— But stop blowing these leads. It, it's a similar It's a similar conversation that we had the last time that they played. Was it the Cavs? Who was it? When uh, they—hold on. Let me hold on to this. I'm going to look this up because I want to make sure exactly what well, it what was. what is the situation? I can, I it can help was, you. It was they finished up by five. But it, they had a much larger lead before that. It was probably the Cavs game the other day. Yeah, the, last week. They blew a giant lead in that game. They no, ended no, up no, winning. No. It wasn't no. that game? No. We'll abandon this. We'll return to it. I promise. Okay. Well, look, I just I, I, I think they've been doing this consistently. They haven't been playing good basketball now for months, certainly weeks. And they've come out of the all-star break dropping three out of four. They've blown a giant lead in their last four games. They lost three of them. So that, to me, feels like a trend. Uh, the trend with the Bruins, though, is going very, very smoothly and going very much in the opposite direction. That's a team that doesn't lose. And joining us on the Harbor One Hotline is Andrew Raycroft, as he does each and every Tuesday at this time here on Jones and Mego with Arcan. He's brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around the joys of food by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow, and by Frank's Red Hot. Visit franksredhot.com for great hockey and football watching recipes. Let's Frank it up. Joining us here, as we mentioned, on the Harbor One Hotline is the Razor, Andrew Raycroft. Uh, we saw over the weekend what I thought was going to be a competitive game from a team that beefed up at the trade deadline in the New York Rangers. It turns out that the Bruins are even head and shoulders above the New York Rangers, it appeared, at least my takeaway, in that game. Let's take a step back, Razor. Who is their biggest threat in the Eastern Conference now that the trade deadline has come and gone? Well, I'm looking at it from – well, and I'm glad you jumped on the bandwagon, Jones. I'm glad oh, you yes. are all in on I, them. I buried the lead. It, makes me, I, I it makes me a little nervous. You did bury the lead because I've heard about it numerous times. Am that, I allowed on? I should have started with that. Am I allowed on the bandwagon? I don't know. I'm not quite sure after uh, – What do you mean? But, but if, you, if you stay on it, if you stay on it for a few weeks, then, then you're allowed to stay. I think that's, that's going to be the key here is the discipline to stay on it all the way through the regular I don't season. Know, I don't know that I have that, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I see the biggest threat. At, listen, the Carolina Hurricanes are a good team. New Jersey, the Rangers. The biggest threat is going to be, I think, the second round. I think you look at the Bruins are going to have a wild card team first round. I think Toronto or Tampa Bay in that second round when it really ramps up. I, it's hard for me to look all the way to the third round 
and consider one of those teams a threat. I do look at the Rangers and, and see them as a team that has a lot of work to do in the next month. They're going to be on the road in the first round against New Jersey. I don't think it's an automatic that they just cruise through to the second round. So I, I look at the Bruins. I look at the second round being their first test, whether it's Tampa Bay or the Toronto Maple Leafs. And if they can get through that, then their depth should be, and still healthy then, they should be in a really good spot. Uh, Razor, I know load management is something we usually talk more about in the NBA, but in looking at this 20 remaining games, how would you like the Bruins to man? How would you like to see the Bruins manage Bergeron and Krejci down the stretch? I would like to see, and along with, with McAvoy and Lindholm and Orlov and even a couple other forwards, if, if, if need be, I look at the weekend. They play basically, what, what is it, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday for the next five weeks, I think it is. I look at those Sunday afternoon games and essentially just let, or the Saturday game, let the guys stay home on the weekend. But don't put anyone on a plane. Don't put anyone in harm's way on a Sunday afternoon game on the road or a Saturday afternoon game on the road. If you can manage through that and maybe have each of those guys sit out two or three games, just based off of travel alone will make a massive difference for them. So, so you're going to see that load management and you're going to see a lot of guys have the rest because of the fact they have 103 points at this point in the season. Razor, I saw Bertuzzi have that great feed in like his first shift. Uh, Orloff was the first star of the week. What can you say about these new acquisitions and uh, how much they've contributed immediately? And what does that sort of say for the eye that Don Sweeney had out there in the trade market? Well, he nailed it. I, I, I talked to you guys last week about how good of a deadline he had. And honestly, how good of a deadline he's had the last few years. Hall, Lindholm, and now these three guys. Um, he knows exactly what pieces to plug into this group. I think the group itself is very plugged into the league and what they need as well. So Bertuzzi, because of the injuries, um, and, and there's a little little bit of luck there having those injuries happen two days before the deadline and not three days after. Uh, it, it might look a little bit different, and, and that's not luck for Nick Foligno or Taylor Hall by any means, but just as the organization in general, uh, that they, they, they fit perfect. Orlov's a no-brainer. The guy Again, I want to reiterate the fact that this guy played 24 minutes a night for a team that won the Stanley Cup just a few years ago. So he's a gamer, and the idea of having – Orlov, Lindholm, and McAvoy on the ice almost every minute of every playoff game is, is, is tough to beat. No one can match that in the NHL. Talking to Andrew Raycroft of Nesson here on Jones and Mego with Arcan on WEEI. I've heard a lot from the players, you know, oh, we don't care about the president's trophy, which is, you know, a yearly thing. Oh, we don't care about the wins record. We don't care about the points record. I keep hearing that coming out of the dressing room, and you, you've been around – this team, Razor, you've obviously been in dressing rooms throughout your career. Do you think they really don't care? Do you buy that they don't care about any of those records? They want to be the best. I think that how they say it is based off the question that, or the insinuation that's being asked of them. If, and they recognize the Stanley Cup's the most important thing. And that's when people ask them that question. They're asking, do you guys recognize that the President Cup doesn't matter and these records don't matter if you don't win? And, and Yes, they do recognize that. But I I think as players, and and if you're down to history and and being the best team in history of the NHL, 
I think you lean into that a little bit. You're not you're not playing extra minutes, but there's no question that that's motivation for these guys. They can go 14 and six and have the most wins in the history of the NHL. That's a doable number without overworking yourself or putting yourself in a bad situation. So, so I think that would be something pretty cool to hang your hat on. To be quite honest, I go into the garden and I look up at the banner of division winner in 2003 and four and say, Hey, I was on that team and I was a part of that. So at some point in your life, those things do matter and, and they recognize the Stanley Cup is the, the main goal, but I, I do think in the back of their minds they recognize how cool it would be to be able to say we were on the best team ever in regulation or regular season NHL. So long story short, if you were on this team, you would want to go for it. Yeah, I want to, I, I want to win 14 more games. Yes, I, I want to win 14 more games. At this point, I don't want to rest players every single game and just go 0-4 and limp into the playoffs either. I recognize as a good team you need to be winning going into the playoffs, so... Yeah, I want to. I I would have fourteen wins on my wall in the calendar in the dressing room and try and cross those off. Yes. How do you see Jim Montgomery balancing his two goalies going down the stretch? And uh, do you anticipate them to start out with Linus Allmark in the goal? Uh, in goal going into the playoffs. Linus is a starter game one. Yes, no question about that. I would think that they're going to have a pretty solid rotation. What What will be interesting to me is if. The last three weeks of the season, they try and line up starts for that playoff, whether it's the Tampa, the Torontos, Islanders, Pittsburgh, who, who could be first-round matchups. Do they put Linus in against those teams? Do they put Swayman in and not give any more video uh, on those teams? That'll be interesting to see those four teams and, and what they do with the goaltenders. But beyond that, I got to imagine, especially with the weekend afternoon tilts, you're going every other game on those for sure. One more thing on Linus here, Razor. He had that unbelievable game against Calgary when he made all those saves, and we sort of talked about how he hadn't really had one of those kind of signature games. It's a couple of shutouts, but really, you know, uh, just been really steady this entire time. Is there other goalies you can sort of think of that had maybe not seasons like this, but who weren't out there, you know, doing backflips every single night, but still were just really, really steady and able to uh, and able to to rack up wins like this? I, I would. Tuka Rask is one of those guys. Mm. I think at times in his career, he was piling wins and not a lot of fanfare or love love affair. Certainly in Canada, uh, it would get looked over. And that was that was a big thing with Linus to be to do that in front of all the writers in Canada and be on you know all the major networks up there scoring goals and then making fifty four saves. That that's what also that buzz comes from throughout the hockey world. Um, but but yeah, no, there's there's certainly guys that were steady Eddie in their career that Roberto Luongo is another guy. He never won Vesna's, but he's a hall of famer. Henrik Lundqvist, these guys that started piling 40 win seasons together and you just assume they were good, but, but not a lot of, not a lot of attention, not a lot of fanfare with it. All right. Well, Razor, I'll, uh, I'll see you when they raise the cup. Uh, I'll be, uh, I'll <laughs> yes, be, sir. I'll be on the bandwagon with you. I'm allowed, I'm allowed on the, I just got to be consistent. I got to stay on, but I'm allowed on there. You're allowed on. Just I'm just saying, a couple right. more weeks. Please, if they lose two games or they don't get the record, let's not say they have no chance. That's okay. All. I can't make any promises, but I, I like the idea of being, <laughs> uh, being on the float. Uh, all right, Razor, we'll talk to you next week. You got it, gang. Have a good week. All right. Andrew Raycroft, as all our guests, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Being on the float. The float? Yeah. That's where, that's where I'm going to... Yes. The float? I... You mean the boat? Duck boats! No, the float.
The float? Well, that's true. You're right. The duck boat. I'm sorry. It's you're mostly right. mostly boats. That's true. It yeah, is. this isn't the Macy's there's, Day there's Parade. There's a flatbed <laughs> that's a good or two point. mixed in, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's mostly boats. I guess I don't know why I said float. It's how, yeah, uh, see you on the float, it's Razor. How, it's how... Uh, it's Jones and Snoopy. It's how foreign it is to me. Uh, uh, Hockey Jones will be on the float. <laughs> to be rooting for uh, for somebody to win. I forget how they even celebrate their championship parades. Duck boats! But I'm, uh, I'm going to be on there. Uh, Razor just said I could be on there, so I'm on there. I mean, I said the Bruins are winning the cup. You haven't said that yet. No, I haven't. Arkan, you haven't said that. Yet. I have not said to it. Jinx them like you. Super the Bruins kind of need like a Carabas figure. Remember how Carabas was on the 28th? He was on the duck yeah. boats there. They, the Bruins sort of need that. You could be the the Bruins Carabas this year. I'm yeah, like they'll there. definitely ask you. I'm You're like, Bruins Carabas. I'm Bruins Carabas. That's me. <laughs> I hope that together. Swayman and Olmark push you off the back of the duck boat. <laughs> Make them walk the plank. And then they do the goalie hug. <laughs> <laughs> Just over over me. Just an, an Eiffel towering of a goalie hug. Oh, oh hey, oh. man. Oh. Wow. <laughs> 617-779-7937. On that note, let's do our triple play next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes! Triple play! The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. With Jones and Mago. Triples is best. Triples is best. All right, it's triple play over under Tuesday here on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. And we'll begin with an over under dealing with the Celtics, who have 16 games left this year. How many more games will they win? Over under is nine and a half. Jones, what do you think? I mean, that's a low number. Can I just ask, is that is that the Vegas number? Is that how it nets out, or did you just pick that arbitrarily? That is a number that I picked. They've been a 500 team for about, I don't know, a month or so here, so I figured I'd go a little over uh, 500. That's fine. I just I was just curious if that's what their win total added up to right now in Vegas. I, I'll take the under on it. They're, they're struggling now. I've said a couple of different times, and we can flesh this out further. They're starting to remind me of Kyrie's last year in Boston. 
They're starting where you look at them and you go, look at all the talent this team has. This team has an incredible amount of talent. And the Celtics were in the NBA Finals last year. The Celtics, the previous year, that season, got to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Final without Kyrie and without Gordon Hayward, famously. So they weren't in the NBA Finals, but they went on a big run without two massive pieces. And the team maybe feels like it accomplished something that it hasn't, or now there's just not enough minutes and not enough shots to go around. But I'm starting to question what's going on with the team. Not even starting to question it. We've been doing it all week. I'll take the under on that win total. I'll put my money where my mouth is. I think they are beyond struggling i think there's something wrong with the team and i think that's going to play out over the final 16 games so under so nine and a half i'm taking the over but just barely i'm calling the number at 10 because i look through their schedule remaining and oh, you looked at the actual matchups yeah i looked at the actual yeah, see, matchups Be- does I, actual felt homework, like, I felt like 10 me. is the right Ooh. number yeah, homework lamb because <laughs> they see a couple cellar dwellers and I- i'm penciling those in even though at the point that this team is at it feels like that is you know being a little bit generous but they're playing for their seating at this point they're playing for some home court advantage so it's not like they can take some of these nights off the way that they have been there's stuff at stake now where I think they had a, a nice cushion for a while. When you went through their schedule, did you have them beating Milwaukee or losing to Milwaukee? I think I scheduled a loss there. That's a scheduled loss. Okay, good to know. Okay, so I uh, I have the under. Mego for has myself. The, Mego has the over when it comes to the Celtics' remaining schedule. But just barely. All right, our second over-under involves the Bruins. Number two. And how many more games will the Bruins win this year? They have 20 games left to go, and the over-under, which again I set, is 14 and a half. Um, okay, so I'm starting here. Go ahead, I'm going to go with the under at 14 and a half. Wow, fourteen and a half. I'm going with the under, not not going anything against the Bruins, and they're on this. They've been on this incredible pace all through the season. How dare but you? But we just talked to Razor, and he says that Bertrand and uh, Krejci are going to be staying home on Saturdays. <laughs> you know, not even going to be getting on the plane and everything. And if I would like to see them put their money where their mouth is in terms of, hey, President's Cup doesn't matter, individual awards don't matter. Okay. So then rest your guys. You've got the regular season locked up far and away, far and away, and focus on the postseason. I just, you heard Razor. He's like the division banner in 0304. <laughs> he's proud of that. And like, I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying, like, if he's proud of that as a player, imagine the stakes of setting a wins record, setting an all-time points record. They want it. I don't I don't care what they say. I they all they all want to win a cup. Like, I don't know that they're prioritizing those records over a cup. They might prioritize a contract or something over that. I don't think they're prioritizing those records over a cup, but they want it. They want all of it. They should want all of it. They're going to get all of it. You're not allowed on the duck boat, by the way, with answers like that last <laughs> Why? one. You're not allowed on I the duck boat with me. I don't want to be on the duck boat. Well you're, not, well, you're not allowed on. With I'll Bru- be on the other parade. Bruins Carabas, Hockey Jones over here, and Razor. We're going to be on the duck boat. That's what we're going to be doing, celebrating the Bruins, because they are going to set this record. They're going to get the points. They're going to get the wins. They're going to get the cup. They're going to get all of it. That's what they're going to do. They've been, they've been taking it all all year, and I'm done fighting it. Over. All right. Let's go to our third over-under. Number three. As many of you know, but some of you also may not, uh, Megan Ottolini disgraced herself today at the uh, Christian Fourier shootout, made, I think, just two shots in the one minute that she was allotted. So the question here is how many more shots would a random fourth grader have made than Mego did? The over-under is five and a half shots. Jones, why don't you go first? Five and a half? So that means they make seven. The the real number is seven and a half total because you got to count the two makes Mego made? Yes. Also, what's a half make? Under. Thank you. Does uh, he was, know how young a fourth grader is? Yeah, I mean, 
a fourth grader is not making that amount of shots, Arkan. Come on. Okay. Now they might make. I'll have you know they'll make uh, more than two. They'll make more than two. Well, when I got there, for, I was we. I wasn't allowed to shoot. I got there and I was told I couldn't shoot. But after it was over, Fourier's daughter and one of her friends were those shooting. Those aren't fourth graders. And those kids were hitting everything. Those are middle schoolers. Like fourth grade is not middle how, school. It's close. No. Do you know how young a fourth grader is? That's like a ten year old. That girl wasn't ten. No. How old was? I don't know how old First she was. All, don't ask that question. It sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they looked like they were about Damn. ten or eleven years old. Damn. She looks like a middle schooler. Looks 18 to me. I don't know. Jeez. That's not what I said. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were like around 10 or 11. That's what I thought when I saw him shooting. Anyway, the point is, I, uh, would they have made more than uh, five shots than I, Mego did? Well, let's, let's adjust this question. This is a bad question by our kid. Would they, would they, two and a half, would they have made more than Mego? That's the question. Yeah. I'll take the over okay, on that. Okay, they have made yeah. more than Mega. I'll take no, the over on I, that. I am actually going to say no. For but, a fourth grader no. in those spots, especially with the pressure of it gets really quiet. And then you just hear the radio play-by-play. Yeah, but don't they only have to make a couple of layups? Isn't that all they have to make? No, here's the thing. You couldn't shoot from the same place twice, yeah. So my plan going in was I was going to hang at the free throw line Mm -hmm. and set my feet. And once I made a shot, I was just going to have, you know, the rebounder uh, feed me. And I was just going to, you know, be in the zone. And then I get there and they go, well, you can't shoot from the same spot twice. I'm like, what the hell is this? So now I had to reset my feet every time. Yep. I'm not making excuses. I totally crumbled, mm. but it wasn't what I was expecting. Mm. And I don't think a fourth grader would have done better. Did anybody make less shots than you? Um, I think Greg Hill was around that. Ah, poor showing from Greg. Yes. Interesting. So you had some competition. I'm not going to I'm not going to call out other people's Why it was a question. <laughs> we, we, I Mine wasn't, was by far the worst. I wasn't there. I, did, I don't know. So I don't know. the audience who might have missed this earlier I heard, Gresham for you. I heard Curran lit it up. That's about all I heard. And then I, I mean I heard I Curran I know was really good. Hearing from you firsthand, I heard about your struggles. I heard Curran when when Fourier interviewed him. I don't I didn't know what happened. Fourier was else. really good, but he was walking the court. You don't feel Which like was he was weird. You don't feel like he was It was a weird approach. Well, his knees are all jacked up. That's why. No, yep. it's his back. Maybe he was afraid of the ball bouncing back at, at his face. <laughs> like, what hap- like what happened out of the uh, the jugs <laughs> machine. Maybe that's what it was. I'll He's tell like, you what, Dana Barrow's shot. I got there just in time to see Dana Barrow's. Not really hot to start off. No. He was a little cool to start. He got, he got hot, but he was like, come on, Dana. So what do we... <laughs> While what, he was shooting, he couldn't, what, couldn't get a stroke going. What do we make of the late sympathy invite that Arkan got? What do we make of that? Oh, and then he got there and he mm-hmm. couldn't shoot? Well, that's but that's on Arkan. Ar- Arkan, you not getting there is on you. You were invited. That is on you. I was invited this morning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd already made arrangements with the baby. I couldn't just yeah. change them. Uh-huh. I couldn't yeah. change. I got there as fast as I could. How much yeah. have we been hearing about him wanting to shoot? Every I day. did want to shoot. Every I mean, the man day. the man has been begging. It's a typical Arkan. Did we not get an email yesterday like, saying like, no one can even show like, up and he's watch? He's like talking so much trash, uh, and then he doesn't oh, even show up. Oh, I hate you, honestly, He doesn't even show up. I wanted honestly, to do this so, more than it, anyone. Well, apparently not. Yes, I did. It was so, honestly, I felt bad for him with how much he was begging. I was like, Arkan, like, tone down the begging a little bit. You're debasing yourself. It's a bad look for you. You always stay ready, you never have to get ready. You are lowering yourself. I mean, really. I mean, just begging and groveling Every to be in this thing. Day. Then he gets the he gets what I think was a sympathy invite, but still an invite this and morning. And he doesn't even get there he, on time. And he big times the thing and says, I Pretty actually can't much. go. We got an email yesterday saying that not only could I not shoot, yep. but no one's even allowed to go okay, watch fine. the thing. Sure, fine. That was yesterday. What'd that you, was yesterday. And was, then I made a plan for the baby what was the today, message? which I had to do because my wife was at the office. What was the message I had to you make a plan. Whoa, whoa, so now you're blaming your wife. 100% it was her fault. <laughs> and uh, also my mother-in-law. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, so you're blaming <laughs> the women in your life. I mean, yes. I mean, listen. You know what? It wasn't I, my I, fault. I, women's I, Appreciation I Month. What the hell's wrong with you? When in doubt, lash out at your wife and or mother-in-law. I mean, I'm totally on board with that. But I wanted to do this. 
I did. I oh. showed up, and they told me I couldn't. Again, he got the message today telling him he could. I think he showed up because he thought I was going to buy him a sandwich at Bagel Table. And, that's not, and that didn't happen either. And no. that didn't happen either. Yeah, Mego just like hightailed it out of there while Arkan was Strike Arkan was shooting by himself on a hoop at the end. We were that's supposed true. to be that's out literally by what noon. Happened, yeah. I was like, what are you doing? I had to go help plan the show. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, that's our triple play each and every day at this time here on Jones and Mego with poor, pathetic, lowering himself, stooping the new lows, Christian Arkan here on WEEI. Uh, we'll get to all your phone calls. We made more than two shots. <laughs> including, what is wrong with know, the Celtics? I don't know, would you? Because you didn't show up. Uh, similar to Mego. We didn't get to step one. Uh, Grant Williams channeled his inner Mego at the free throw line last <laughs> night. Uh, we'll get to that with all your phone calls next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.